Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Congressman Brian Higgins. Congressman, good morning. Good morning, Joe. Congressman, you, uh, this is something you, you, you've been talking about for a while, and I think it surprises people who haven't attempted to go over the border uh, that these you know, precautions, these uh, limits are still in effect. Um, but you're calling for an end to any COVID restrictions at the uh, uh, Canada border. Well, that's exactly the point. A lot of people have adjusted their economic behavior to avoid the bridge altogether because of the conflicting information, the confusion about uh, what the policy is. And that's not good for Buffalo and Western New York. It's not good for Southern Ontario uh, in terms of our economy and in terms of life quality. Uh, 86% of Canadians are fully vaccinated. Uh, 68% of Americans are fully vaccinated. Uh, we need to lift all restrictions and allow people uh, the movement uh, that is important relative to the economy and life quality. Congressman, is this push supported by our senators and by the governor? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I believe uh, I've heard several uh, elected officials uh, that are members of the uh, Northern Border Caucus. Uh, I don't know exactly what the uh, what the governor's position is, but I suspect that uh, she believes that uh, we need to get back to a sense uh, uh, of normalcy. And that, uh, you know, from 2019, uh, June of 2019 to June of 2022, travel is down 40 percent. And my concern is that, you know, when these emergencies occur, there is an overreach and there is a reluctance to peel back. Uh, those restrictions during times of emergency. The problem is, the consequence of all of that is that, you know, we're all economic actors. We're confident we move and when we're not, we don't. And the economy generally doesn't respond well to uncertainty and instability. And as economic actors, we don't either. So I think a lot of people have just kind of given up on the border. I've heard this. 
uh, calls coming into my office, people that own property in Canada, they're just frustrated. And the Canadian U.S. government has failed to develop a unified message uh, that is consistent. And when there is that uncertainty, uh, as you mentioned from the outset, people just, you know, they kind of like uh, forget about the border. And that is not good. Now, you also are calling for a review of post 9-11 restrictions. Uh, what are those yeah. restrictions you're talking about? Well, again, uh, when 9-11 occurred, one of the first things that the uh, the Federal Bureau of Investigation did was, was close the international bridges. And uh, as you know, 9-11 really had nothing to do with international bridges. Uh, but that was, you know, you're better safe than sorry in the moment. I get that. The problem is when you impose more restrictions uh, relative to people that want to cross the border, uh, that uh, discourages people from making that cross-border uh, movement. And there's empirical evidence, as I said from the beginning, in June of 2020, uh, 2019, uh, compared to June of 2020, we're down 40%. Look, we're not, we don't live in a hostile neighborhood. You know, uh, we're surrounded by friends and fish, and uh, the relationship between the United States and Canada has been a very, very good one, accruing uh, to the benefit of both the people that live in western New York, Buffalo, and uh, the province of Ontario. The province of Ontario is a population center of 14.8 million people. It's going to grow by another 5 million people over the next 10 years. Uh, that is the area between uh, 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 Fort Erie, uh, up north through and including the greater Toronto area. Uh, that area is very, very important to our retail economy, our travel economy, our professional sports uh, economy, uh, our healthcare economy. And the less restrictions that are there, the better. It's not as though we're living, you know, in 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 the Middle East where there's there's hostility uh, between a lot of neighbors. Uh, as I said, we live. Uh, in a neighborhood with uh, a lot of friends and a lot of fish. Congressman, I asked you about um, senators and, and uh, Governor Hochul on our side. Is there support on the Canadian side uh, to get this moving and to get these restrictions eliminated? Yes, it's a bipartisan support, particularly among the, the, the Niagara region uh, in southern Ontario and the mayors uh, that exist there, particularly the mayor of, of Fort Erie, Ontario. Uh, he understands, uh, you know, firsthand uh, the, the, the problems associated with these additional border restrictions. So when you see these restrictions in place, and if you go online, both, you know, the United States Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and the Canadian Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, there's a lot of confusion there, and, and there's a lot of, 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 of policy as it relates to, uh, you know, entering and the requirements uh, that is just, uh, it, it's very difficult to figure out. And again, my concern is on a very real basis, on a human level, that people just decide this isn't worth it anymore. And we're hearing this time and again, not only from people that own cottages uh, along the uh, Canadian shores of Lake Erie, Crystal Beach, Bay Beach, Thunder Bay, but also people that just want to do day trips up to Niagara and the Lake and people coming from Canada that want to visit Buffalo and uh, Point South like uh, uh, Elegantville. Uh, this is a problem. It's, it, it's a problem that's being experienced by both uh, U.S. and Canadian citizens, and it's unnecessary. When you look at the high level of, of vaccinations, 86% for Canadians, 68% for Americans, it's just time to move on. 
Congressman, you also uh, this week we talked about the um, funding, the nine million of federal and state funding going to NFTA. And I have to say, I, I am a, a big supporter of, of public transportation. I, I would like to see it, you know, improved and expanded here in Western New York. Uh, that nine million dollars, what will that go toward uh, to help public transportation here in Western New York? Electrification of uh, of buses. Uh, and getting, uh, you know, them off of uh, fossil fuels. You know, there's an environmental problem, certainly, but there's a, uh, a financial issue and a national security issue. Keep in mind that Putin's ability to weaponize our oil addiction and that of the uh, European Union is, is, is a big problem. If, if we did not depend on crude oil from Russia, if we did not depend on uh, natural gas uh, to heat homes in, in all of Europe, uh, Putin wouldn't have the ability to create the conflict that he has in Ukraine and the Middle East uh, or in the, the, the Eastern Europe. Uh, but our problems in the Middle East all uh, come back to the same thing, our addiction to oil. So uh, the, the oil age won't end because you run out of oil. There'll always be enough oil to you know, drill into the ground and extract and, and sell to other people. The oil age will end when we find a way to power vehicles that is cleaner, quieter, quicker, and eventually cheaper. So it will pay for the, 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 uh, the uh, electrification uh, of, of mass transit vehicles, now- including especially buses. Now, is there going to be, because, you know, I've heard, as long as I can remember, of expanding the rail line. Uh, has there been any talk of that? You know, I remember before the pandemic, there was going to be an environmental review um, to expand it to the UB North campus. Is that something you've heard post-pandemic or in the last uh, recently? Well, I haven't heard it recently, but that is the stated goal of the NFTA to explore the options of expanding the light rapid rail transit system to Amherst. Keep in mind, you know, historically, that was the objective. But there were a lot of delays and a lot of uh, questions and concerns that drove up the cost of building the light rapid rail transit system in the first place, which reduced uh, the length of of, of, of of travel uh, for that uh, system. Uh, the other thing that you know has to be taken into consideration is what happened with the building of 6.2 miles of light rapid rail transit system in the 1970s. You destroyed the Main Street retail corridor. I mean, you destroyed it. <laughs> and you know, you look at the historical record, you look at the photos, and all of those buildings that once housed uh, retail op- operations were vacant and desolate for a long time. What are we doing now? We're returning cars to Main Street, uh, but it's costing us tens of millions of dollars each block that we do. I support that, but but you know, keep in mind, we're trying to fix what was destroyed by the original uh, building of the light rapid rail transit system. And a very fair question for people to ask is if you expand, if you extend the light rapid rail transit system, what does it do uh, to the areas along the track there. Does it have the same effect as it did in the mid-1970s uh, with respect to the Main Street retail corridor? Uh, that should be of, of major concern for people. Congressman, on Friday I saw you uh, posted something about uh, insulin costs or a cap on insulin costs uh, in relation yeah. to the um, Inflation Reduction Act. Yeah, first of all, uh, you know, the federal government spends $1.4 trillion on health care every year. That's Medicare, Medicaid, veteran services, and tax treatment. 
uh, it's a lot of le- it's a lot of money, but it's a lot of leverage, and uh, I don't think the federal government has wisely used that leverage. So first of all, uh, the bill will allow uh, the federal government to negotiate uh, drug prices for Medicare uh, beneficiaries. That's a good thing, and we will be able to limit the amount that people have to pay to thirty five dollars a month, and less than uh, uh, two. About two thousand uh, dollars a year uh, for out-of-pocket expenses. So a lot of people uh, in Western New York, uh, in New York State, and throughout the nation, are insulin-dependent uh, diabetics, and they will experience real relief uh, from this uh, from this bill. It's part of the Inflation Reduction Act. Congressman, before I let you go, I, I have to ask, uh, you know, a lot of people were talking about the president's speech on Thursday. What were your thoughts on uh, the president's uh, primetime speech? Well, I would ask what exactly in Biden's speech was wrong. Biden said clearly that American democracy is in serious danger due to Trump's efforts to undermine the Constitution and the peaceful transfer of power. Uh, Trump ran twice for president and never won the popular vote. Biden clobbered Trump in 2020 with more than 7 million uh, in the popular vote. Uh, more uh, votes than any president in American history and 306 electoral votes of the 270 needed. 61 uh, Trump campaign legal challenges were thrown out of both state and federal court, including by judges uh, that, that President Trump, when he was president, had nominated. Uh, Trump's own uh, homeland security official responsible for election security, Chris Krebs, said that the 2022 election was the safest and most secure in U.S. history. So Biden stating clearly the truth that Trump threatens the United States democracy and the rule of law, I understand that. Do you think he could have communicated that better? Because I think you have a majority of Republicans today that think the president thinks of them as domestic terrorists. Well, I didn't write the speech and I didn't give the speech. And, you know, tone and tenor is, you know, is, is subject to, you know, one's individual preference. But I think if you look at the speech, he clearly delineated that there are some Republicans and a lot of Republicans that uh, believe that uh, democracy and the rule of law is very, very important. And I think that the focus has been on those that he he included as supporters of, uh, of Trump's efforts to undermine democracy. And when you look at the historical record and the factual uh, basis of that, uh, it's very hard to conclude otherwise. We came very close uh, to losing our democracy on January 6th, a lot closer than people realize. If uh, Mike Pence had decided to invoke a constitutional power that he doesn't have, and that election went to what's referred to as a contingency election under the 12th uh, Amendment, uh, that would have gone to the House of Representatives if they were able to knock Biden's electoral votes to below 270. And when there's a contingent election, it's not one uh, one man, one vote, one member, one vote. It's one state, one vote. And uh, there are more states with a uh, Republican uh, majority than there are Democratic. So it came very close to uh, a lot of bad things would have happened, but there clearly would have been uh, uh, civil unrest uh, if, if, if that were to occur. So I just think it's important that when you look at all the facts in this, it's clear that this was a safe election. Again, it wasn't a Democrat that said that. It was Trump's own Homeland Security uh, official responsible for election security. It was 61 
court challenges in state and federal courts, including by uh, uh, federal judges that President Trump had, had nominated. They all threw out uh, the Trump campaign challenges to the election. So, you know, we have a tradition uh, which is encoded in our founding documents about the peaceful transfer of power. And when all of the legal challenges are exhausted, you get to a point where you have to certify the election. Uh, and it's very, very important in a democracy. And that's what was occurring. And as you know, there was a violent rage. There was a violent attack. There was a violent insurrection on the United States Capitol that day without without a factual basis. So it's a very serious matter. I think that uh, the president's uh, tone uh, reflected that. Uh, clearly, uh, there are Republicans that, that support uh, the Constitution and the rule of law and to uphold them, uh, to, to encourage them uh, to speak out, I think, is the responsible thing to do. Congressman, last question. You know, after, uh, after this, I'm heading to Wingfest. How do you like your chicken wings? <laughs> I guess medium. With blue cheese? <laughs> yes, of course. All right, Congressman, enjoy your holiday. I appreciate you taking some time uh, on this holiday weekend to join me this morning. Thanks so much. Take care. Bye-bye. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.